Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Ankabarati, Jagdishan, Ryan Huang with you. Let's get into headlines investors will be paying attention to. But first, Ryan, what is the number of the day? The number of the day is seven. Oh. Pray tell why. Okay, that is in the headlines because of what happened overnight. We had the US and Chinese sites mm. having a bit of a meeting in Rome and it lasted over seven hours. Can you imagine mm. a seven-hour meeting? So it was described as a very intense meeting. Of course, a lot on the table. From what we know, of course, um, what happened in or what's happening in Ukraine, right at the top of the list, and all around the um, conversation of how apparently Russia reached out to China for military help in invading Ukraine. So yeah, yeah. this was at the top of the list of U.S. concerns and. What we got from the U.S. is that they warned China of the consequences of any help they provide military, economically, or any other support that they might give. So it was a bit of a warning session that lasted nearly seven hours. <laughs> so that's what transpired overnight. But we didn't really see much else detail in terms of progress. Mm, of course, the two nations are denying this. Moscow is denying it's ever approached mm. Beijing. And Beijing is saying it's all disinformation, right? Yeah, it's a bit of a finger pointing and he says she says right now so there's part of the talks happening now, of course the other part of the talks is between ukraine and russia they have wrapped up their ongoing negotiations um, this was mm-hmm. over a video link on monday and they will continue talking today so th- they are taking a bit of a technical pause and of course ukraine trying to reach a ceasefire to get the immediate withdrawal of russian troops from ukraine and guarantee some security and despite the ongoing talks we did get reports about Russian shelling attacks still ongoing. So the latest is around one attack on a residential building in Kiev, killing two civilians and injuring three. So that is still happening. Okay, wow. It really is uh, quite a bit to uh, digest there. Apart from that, we've got worsening COVID outbreaks in China. Yesterday, yes. we talked about this as well. That's been in the headlines for those tighter restrictions just happening in Shenzhen. Mm. That is the tech hub and where many tech companies like Apple, Microsoft and other vendors have parts of their supply chain and ecosystem, uh, you know, like where they manufacture some of their parts and components. So that is now seeing some ripple effects where we are looking at some suspension of output in Shenzhen affecting, for example, the production of Apple products. So we've seen overnight a lot of selling in technology stocks, including Apple. And in Hong Kong, that is also seeing a lot of pressure on Chinese tech stocks and some US-listed Chinese tech stocks as well. So if you look at what happened overnight on the Hang Seng China Enterprises Index, Mm -hmm. there was down 7.2% on Monday, the biggest drop in nearly 13 years, the Hang Seng Tech Index tumbled 11% in its worst decline since the index was launched sometime back in July 2020. So you've got that playing out and we've yet to really see the entire impact being documented or 
being digested by the market yet. So this could right. still play out in the coming days. Right. We're going to be watching its impact on global supply chains, inflation, other downside risks as well to the Chinese economy. And in other developments related to China, the US is stepping up to delist Chinese American depository receipts. Why is this happening? Yeah, talk about a double whammy. So we've got more pressure on Chinese stocks and this is coming through from US regulators all around the ongoing saga on a bit of a auditing standoff between the US and Chinese side. So for a long time, the US has been complaining about how they've been having a tough time mm. auditing the books of many of these Chinese companies listed in the US. And they have in recent days stepped up to identify five of them. And this could also include KFC operator Yum China Holdings. So they could face the listing if US regulators do not get their way in the audit process. So that is now threatening to delist a few Chinese companies and maybe even more. And that is just seeing investors selling first and asking questions later right now. If you look at the Nasdaq Golden Dragon China Index, which tracks Chinese companies listed on Wall Street, that has fallen more than 10% in the past two days. And that is, in a bad way, a record. And if you look at what we are seeing in terms of the Crane Shares CSI China Internet Fund, that slumped more than 11% on Monday, bringing its decline over the past three days to 28%. And its loss this year is now at 42%. So you are seeing a lot of pressure, Mm. fund managers just getting out of that space. And based on an interview or survey done by Bloomberg, many of the fund managers are not too optimistic about the sector and they are just talking about getting rid of their stocks, at most just holding to it, holding on to stocks. They are not looking at any buying on the dips right now. This is quite a worrying issue. If you're a potential home renter, uh, beware there are some fake property agents out there. That's right. So this is happening back home. And if you've seen what's happening in space of scams, this is now spilling over into the real estate sector. And what's happening here is you have scammers impersonating property agents. And this is how it works. Uh, you've got, for example, a prospective tenant. Okay. And they are contacted by a scammer and they ask for a deposit first, even before any property viewings are done. Hmm. Oh. So you might be scratching your head, doesn't right? make sense. Doesn't yeah. make Why sense. would anyone give the money anyway? So it's happening this way because hmm. they are targeting foreigners who might not be familiar oh. with the process. So they think, hey, I need to secure some form of deposit or pay the deposit first before I can see a viewing. And apparently, some mm. of them have paid up to the tune of 1500 and 1600 in two okay. cases highlighted by ERA. Hutton's has seen and reported four of such cases. So this is just you know, muddying the space of uh, property and the good name of many property agents. So something that's playing up in the real estate space, of course, uh, it does help if you do your own due diligence, but it is um, just scamming a few, um, especially foreign property buyers right now. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.